seriously on in the moment. But at no point in time have I ever had to truly look at an ex and go, damn, she's kicking my ass. Mm. But you have, obviously. You're the only person in the room. Well, I don't want to defend it now. Well, you have to. You're the only person who has a story. Well, I would say it was like, you know, when I graduated high school and everyone gets into the big school and I get into Kennesaw. Like, it was kind of like, dang it. Like, everyone got into Georgia. You know, it's kind of like, but then again, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's like, I'll end up going to a great university. So, how's it it working out now? I think I'm crushing it. Yeah, no, no, you ain't say it. Yeah, I want him to say it. I think I'm in my bag right now. Yeah, you kicking her ass, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Say her name. Say her full name. Social Security. Romeo? Nah, show them six packs, bro. You better... (laughs) Show it off. I don't have it yet. Wait a minute. Count the protein. (laughs) Does anybody have a wild getting cheated on story? Let me give you an example. I I saw this meme and it said, yo, what's your wildest getting cheated on story? And dude said, yo, my girl used to cheat on me and his name was stored in my phone as daddy. And I used to run the phone to her every time he called. Wait. Yo, can, yo, can you imagine? I don't know if you come back from that. No, you don't. You don't. There's I, no possible way you come back from running the phone to your girl because daddy is daddy calling. Daddy is calling. And daddy is really calling. No, unfortunately. You see what I'm saying? Y'all got any of those? No, I can't beat that. That's a, No that's, one that's... in here has been cheated on. No, one, no one's ex is doing better than them. Nobody won't give it up. I mean, okay, have you ever deleted all your significant other's pictures and y'all got back together? Nope. Oh, this some bullshit. Nope. All right. Have you ever done the trombone? Nah. See, and this is why I don't want to play no more because I just just said that to see if we was out here lying. And, man, everybody know that's your shit. That's what we doing. And we're not talking about band practice. I got a cheating story. I think at one time, it was around Valentine's Day, Mm. uh, I caught my girlfriend. Oh, at the time she was my girlfriend or... I don't know if she was or not at this point. So our dorm rooms in college were, like, we were set up in a, in a hotel room, right? So, like, the fourth and fifth floor were for the university students. I can't tell if y'all was broke or rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. That university was wild. Like, okay. they just didn't have enough space, so they were, like, making, like, contracts with, like, hotels pretty much, like, around the area. That's kind okay. dope. Yeah, it, it was that weird, but, fun. like... It sucked at the same time because, like, for the last four years of, of, like, or, like, the four years that I lived in college, it was just hotel rooms the entire time. Oh, yeah. So it kind of sucked a little bit. Okay. But, but the great thing about it was, like, the first two years, like, you, you get the continental breakfast. So that was great because, like, you would just fire. wake up. Yeah, that was great. But then the two years after that, it sucked. But there was one time where, like, I was on the fifth floor. My girlfriend at the time was in the fourth floor. And I remember I went down to the fourth floor, and it was, like, like midnight. Right. And I just I started going like in the fourth floor because I was going to go see a friend and I see her walk out from a room where this guy that I knew was sleeping in. Like that was his room. So I see her walk out and I was just like, what Uh-oh. the fuck? Right. And what she's walking. She's walking out with a pizza, like a Domino's pizza and a giant ass fucking teddy bear. Bro, oh, my heart, my heart got destroyed. Right. Yeah. You saw her and the teddy bear and the guy. I saw the guy closing the door after mm. after she walked out. What'd you do? I saw her. She looked at me, and I was just like, like, I was speechless. I didn't yeah. know what to say. So I was just kind of like, like, I just did like a hand movement, like, what the fuck? She didn't know what to say. She got, she damn got caught in the act. Essentially. Right. So then we go, like, she takes me into her room. Am I stupid? At, oh, bro. This is where I tell y'all, like, we all been there before, right? Like, where, where you take a girl because you're so in love with her. 
right? And like, you kind of forget. Why are you rubbing the table like that? <laughs> so you forget all this shit. Is she here right now? No, no. That's He's just in a moment. He's okay. in a moment. The table yeah, is like, I'm remembering. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been there in that moment since yeah. then. Are we sure we want to go there? Do you feel yeah, yeah, no, let him go. Bro. It let is what go. it is at this let point. Him go. It's for entertainment. So, it's not for his mental health. <laughs> so we walk in there, bro, and she opens up this pizza box. And that bitch is a fucking heart. Oh. That pizza was a fucking heart. Wait, the, the pizza was in the mm. shape of a heart? Yes. Yo, this mm. man was killing it. He, uh, that's what I yo, said. He was in <laughs> his bag. Yo, what? He, Wait, he got a teddy bear and a, a heart-shaped pizza? Bro. From Domino's? Yes. <laughs> what? I didn't even know they do that. Like, what? <laughs> and you know what the wild thing was? I sat there and ate it. With oh, her. no. Wow. Nah. All right. Yep. Like, nah, wait. Yep. You ate the pizza with her? Nah, man, how hungry were, were you? you? I'm like, how hungry you were you? You had to be starving. <sighs> no, he was in college. I was in college, so I was mm. starving. Why would you sit there and eat the damn pizza with I her? I was so in love with this girl. Like, first of all, like I went to college chasing after this girl. So, like, yeah, when we graduated, when we graduated, she went off to college, and I stayed behind here in Georgia. And, like, I did my own shit. Like, I started working in movies. I started doing all these other things. And then... I was just like, you know what? I want to apply to the same scholarship. Let me see if I get it. I got the scholarship, and I was like, there was like three universities that you can choose from. And I knew that she was in the one in Delaware, so I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let me go to the one where she's at because I want to continue this relationship because I thought like we were something. And so I chased after her. Biggest mistake of my fucking life because I put myself in that situation. I ended up fighting the guy at one point. You won? Bro, oh, no, 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 I didn't lose. Like, no. Hey, you got your ass kicked. I just want to let y'all know I'm about to chug this next drink. Yo. Romeo, I don't know if to be upset or to feel sorry for you. I'm both. Uh, yo, fam. I just chugged the drink. I don't drink. care about you losing. He did chug the drink. He, did. he really did chug. You don't even know what it is. Nope. I don't oh, care what? about you losing the fight. But you don't eat the pizza? Oh, bro. I know. I know. I lear- I've learned so now, you much. You got jump, right? T- tell me you got jumped. Him and a teddy bear. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but no. Nah, you know what happened? So there was one time we were arguing, and, and so what happened was that a narrative came out that I had hit her. And that wasn't the case at all. So this guy came over to my dorm room, knocked on my fucking door. I'm talking about like... I opened the door, and this dude's like, why the fuck are you hitting this girl? Like, she's not even up to you, blah, blah, blah. And he's going off on me, right? And I'm just like, yo, get the fuck out of my dorm room. I don't got time for that shit. Get out. Right, and then my roommate, he was just like, "Bro, you really gonna let him come in here? It's always and the talk instigating shit? roommate. Yo. You gonna that let him do see? that shit? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. Come on, get your balls, dog! Like he was hyping me up, and I was just like, "Nah, you're right." So I, I got my shit, I put my rings on, I go downstairs. That's, that's some real Latin shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go downstairs and I knocked on this door, and I go, "Bro, yo, Tristan Thompson, come outside." Okay, you're not gonna come up in here. <laughs> when did Tristan enter the chat? <laughs> I thought it was him. It's not Tristan. <laughs> so I told this I'm guy. I'm trying like, to help Romeo here, man. <laughs> no, there's no helping me. He's not that big, is he? I don't even so, know if Tristan no, can help No, he was actually point. pretty tall. All right, add that to your story. He's yeah, no, help. he Trust was me. like, I would say he was about 6'1". All right, about 250, right? About 250? So, sure. 
There you go. You learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. yeah. Here's about like story. 200. Yep. I'll say that. And so, like, I go knocking on his door, and I'm just like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? You can't come up in my room. You got to have respect, dog. Like, you don't even know my story. You don't even know what the fuck happened. You weren't there. Like, this fucking girl is telling you lies, and now you're all coming in my room and disrespecting me. You ain't going to do that shit. So I pushed him, right? Mm-hmm. And then he pushed me, and I ain't even move. Like, he pushed me, but, it, like, you know, it wasn't a push. Yeah, so it was I was nice. like, get the fuck out of here. And I you pushed him back. He didn't know who he was. Yeah. Right? So then he got pushed, and he tried to swing at me, so I Whoop. moved out the way. Whoop. And then I hit him. Bang. Boom. Right? And then we started going at it. Yep. And then, like, like they pulled us away. But then I saw that there was a little bit more, like, scratches huh? on his body okay. than punches. Oh, you scratching him while he was punching oh. you in the face? <sighs> you know, like, we're being honest here, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we were being that honest. Yo. Nah, like, I knocked the motherfucker out, so I was just like... <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I said, I think we're still trying to hold on. Yo, wait a second, I'm still trying to right. Yo, yo, scratches. Yo, I'm, yo, trying to out the I'm still trying to process. <laughs> it was scratch. The scratches were because I was trying to push him away. <laughs> so essentially, what you're Holy saying shit. is. Katie oh. was not the first person oh. to take your balls. <laughs> uh, he looked into the camera. T- <laughs> Blake got the oh, Katie took my balls. Yo, fam, so let me get this right. Dude took your girl, mm-hmm. bought her a teddy bear. Oh, can can we be honest? It wasn't just that dude. It was another dude who was also, like, a really close friend of mine. He took your girl, too? And then another dude. Three men took your girl. Yep. And you stuck, and you ate all three pizzas. <sighs> you fought all three of them? Nah, just the one. You learned after that. Yeah. You said, fuck it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is a lot to process. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Never, yeah. All right. I think I'll just say you, you've come a really long way. You should be so proud of the life you have now. Yeah. I was stupid. If people ever wonder if life gets better, I think you are a prime example <laughs> that it does. It can't get no worse. Yeah. When dude take your, your girl, give her a teddy bear and a heart-shaped pizza and beat your ass? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a microphone and you can still hear that. <laughs> that was felt that. That was painful, bro. That's only, yo, now nah, I'm ready to I'm ready to beat him now. What's up, Busy? Where he at? You got I his have Facebook? No idea. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I figured. Why do you have his Facebook? Nah. Wait, y'all are friends? I don't check my Facebook like Wait, that, but yeah, I do no. got it on Facebook. Y'all are Facebook friends? Yeah. What the fuck is going Katie. We're friends in the metaverse. <laughs> no, we've made it almost to the end without going back to the metaverse. Oh, my God. Who's next? All right, real quick, man. I just wanted to get my dude on the podcast to celebrate the 100th as well because he has been around for so many monumental moments in my career. Introduce yourself, big dog. Yo, yo, what's up? I'm Keon, Key Well Voice. That's your Instagram? Yep. Get your shit off. Yeah, no doubt. Follow me. Check me out at Key Well Voice. I'm a voiceover artist. I play a character in Transformers, the animated series. I'm a voice of Wii TV. And, you know, I do a lot of voiceover work. So me and Key met on the grind, boy. Oh, like, yeah. We met. It just kind of worked out that we met in New York right in the middle of when I was really starting to do something with my career. And then it just so turned out that we both ended up in Atlanta. And it's just been a hell of a ride. Yep. But I'll never forget those moments of being at Grill on the Hill. Yep. That's pretty much where my comedy career started. It was a spot called Grill on the Hill. It's in Harlem. Yep. One of the places Blake will never go. You'll love it, though. Trust me. You got to go to Harlem. You'll love it. All the stories about Grill on the Hill is fire, man, because it's in the heart of Harlem. It's in the hood. And it's like, to me, I'm proud of kind of 
honing my comedian skills there. Because, like, New York is different. You do comedy in New York. If you suck, they're going to be. Fam. <laughs> they are not Ooh. playing with you. They are getting you out of here yep. early. And that's where I started. I mean, I think when I, my very first show, it might have been, what, 13 people in there? Yeah. Probably about 10 people. I was so nervous Couldn't to tell. perform in front of 10 people. Couldn't tell. And that, he was my DJ. Yeah. How did you get your equipment there? I used to, sometimes I'd hop in an Uber. Yeah. And then sometimes I would drive. But there was no parking over there. Right. So it was easier for me to hop in an Uber. And luckily at the time, I lived right up the street. I think once or twice I um I probably hopped on the train. But for the most part, yeah, I would get an Uber there or I'll drive there. You know, but there was no parking, so it was easier for me to either hop on the train or Uber. And it's, I'm talking like my very first times getting on stage. I mean... No kind of experience whatsoever. It was literally an opportunity that was given to me by this dude named Spruce, yep. who has been very impactful in both of our lives. Yes, yeah, Spruce he is, is the man. He is the man. Yep. He has helped a lot of people really like get on their path of pursuing their journeys and finding their, their destinies. He's one of those kind of dudes. And he threw me on this stage, bro. He, he wouldn't let me get right on stage, though. He did make me go to a couple open mics first. He was like, you ain't ready, and I did that. And then finally we went to Grill on the Hill, and you were the DJ. Yep. I had just started. And just those environments, bro. Like, do you really remember what it felt like in there? Because it was energy. Yeah, it was raw. I do remember that. It was raw. And your first open mic night or the first night that you performed, I remember there were probably like three or four other people. And, you know, they were good. But, man, when you got on that mic, you went to another zone, someplace that I didn't even know you had in you. And it was like it just clicked off. Whatever, it just, you just went, you took off. You went from zero to 100. And I was sitting there, I was like, I had no idea because I knew you rapped. I knew you did battle rap and all of that, but mm -hmm. I didn't know you were a comedian. I ain't know either at that time. Well, you <laughs> showed up the headliner. Yeah. And no, no disrespect to him, you know, good people's. But, man, you came in there and you put everyone on that stage to shame. It was like everyone had to go home and do their homework. Everyone. Mm -hmm. And some of them were regulars. They they were there every week. And I knew their routines. They didn't change their sets. Their mm -hmm. sets stayed the same, you know? Mm -hmm. And every week I knew exactly what to expect. Yep. Or every month or whenever we did it. But, man, you came in that first night and I was like, I had no idea. I said, this dude, he's good. You know what I mean? Then you came back the next week, and we went from, like, 10 people to 15 to 20. Yep. Then it got to the point where it was, like, it was standing room only. You was literally shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to, to shoulder. stand in that place to see me. Yeah, and everyone came to see Mo. It wasn't like, you know. Yeah, I yeah, saw it. I have video. It. I think I have video footage. I'll share it with you. I have footage because I would be on the stage, and every week I would film from my phone because I was like, man, this is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where it was like standing room only. And, you know, I just I just remember talking to Spruce about it. And I said, you know, he's good. He's something different about this guy. He's good. His comedy is, you know, every week he hits them with different jokes. Mm -hmm. Every month or whatever, I haven't heard the same joke repeated. And that's to this day. I take pride in that, right? And it's like I wanted to kind of tell this story because I want to inspire people, you know, in that. Like Blake and I was talking about earlier, you always see the results of the work. You don't see what the person has to do and is going through during the work. So a little deeper on the story, I remember Mo 